Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are tuning in from. You're listening to the Cask Effect Podcast, made by the Brothers in Whiskey, but made possible by listeners just like you. I'm your host, Taylor. How about we get another quarter cask episode underway? Today, we're talking about whiskey and cheese. Now, before we get too deep into this, I want to thank you again for tuning in. And I also want to introduce what I am going to be sipping on for this episode today. Now, I am from Alabama. That's where uh, the Brothers in Whiskey is based out of, uh, here in the U.S. of A. And we have a Alabama-located distillery called Detling, which is in the southern part of the state, that has a variety of offerings that are all absolutely splendid. You're able to get it, get it. The, this this stuff is fantastic. Uh, they released uh, a bottled and bond uh, either earlier this year or late last year. Uh, I did not get the chance to grab one, but I have heard fantastic things about it from friends of mine. And uh, in true, uh, you know, homage to the fromage for uh, this episode today. I found a simple, sharp cheddar, uh, sort of reasonably priced at a local market where I live here in Alabama, and I'm going to be just intermittently putting those together and experiencing that. So if you've got uh, a, uh, a charcuterie board in front of you and a wide collection of whiskey, I highly encourage you to go ahead and uh, pull it up and let's learn some stuff. Now, uh, I have went across a handful of different uh, sources for this. I'm going to mainly pull from three that I found probably the best. The first being a website called Cheese Grotto. Uh, I'll see if I'm about putting the, the link in the description so you can go give them a little bit of love, give a little bit of traffic on their website. But we're going to go and we're going to start just sort of the same way that I did. Now I wasn't able to get the exact one that they recommended. But I went with a cheddar nonetheless. But the first recommendation they make for pairing whiskey of any sort with dairy, specifically the cheese style, is going to be bourbon and a cloth-bound cheddar. Now, if you've ever had bourbon, you would know that bourbon is a little bit more on the sweeter side. You know, you can have caramel, vanilla, oak, sometimes cherry, depending on where it's sitting. And sometimes it has a little bit of softer flavors. It's not always guaranteed to be an extremely aggressive spirit. But that pairs really well with a cloth-bound cheddar that, you know. But this one doesn't really have it as much that I have tried it so far. I, I won't deny trying it a little bit before the episode started. But, you know, cloth-bound cheddar specifically is going to be a little bit more on the grassy, but still have that bright and sharp flavor that you, know, you might like and search for with cheddar. And uh, they recommend sweet Italian sausages and apples to really just, you know, make your charcuterie board just the most fantastic thing ever. I, I wish I could get one for you and for each one of you, and we could all just run through everything. But... So that's what I'm running with today. Like I said, we're we're have a little bit of a little bit of local cheddar and some Detling straight bourbon whiskey. It's about 40% ABV. That cheese is pretty good. I won't lie. 
fantastic. Uh, another one, you know, if you're American, you run into these quite a bit. Uh, is going to be a rye, and they recommend more of a dense and crystalline cheese. Now, when I saw that, my first thought was, uh, what is that like, like Parmesan, like in brick format? Like that's that's what my mind sort of went to, and so. What they're going for is they're describing rye more as like the spicy, full-bodied with, you know, I always get a little bit more like the black pepper as opposed to spicy. Because yeah, they, they mentioned earthy notes in, I think, in their description of rye. For me, I think sort of that natural herbal sort of color to it. And the spice is more more like a black pepper or you know some sort of other sort of herb that you would cook with um and so they recommend something that's going to sort of go neck to neck uh head to head if you will rather uh with that like uh, a harder cheese like gouda parmigiano reggiano or uh, a camembert style cheese now i i will will say i'm i am no cheese aficionado I don't know if they have a specific word for cheese aficionados. Um, but I had never heard of a camembert style. And I did a little bit of research. And funny enough, they recommend all these dense crystalline cheeses, which, you know, my mind immediately jumps to something a little bit more on the, um, the harder side. But camembert, and if I'm mispronouncing that, call me out. I don't know. It, it looks like it. it I don't know. Um... It's a moist, soft, creamy, surface-ripened cow milk that's originally from, I guess, the Normandy area. Now, the big issue over here in the U.S. for cheese purists is that it's supposed to be unpasteurized. And so, like, regulations and stuff like that over here in the U.S. make it really hard to get an authentic version of it. You can find pasteurized versions of it, but, like I said, the purists are going to stick their nose up at at that uh, because you're not getting you know the real thing uh, now me I don't think I've ever seen that style of cheese and I will definitely be looking for it in the future uh, when I go to I don't know Publix or World Market or something like that uh, so that I can I can look at tr- one trying it and two seeing how well it goes with a rye so so far we've done bourbon and, ch- and cloth bound cheddar and a rye with dense crystalline cheeses. The next one I have actually tried, and uh, I searched desperately for some of these recommendations for the blue cheese, Uh, but scotch and blue cheese. Now, I'm, if you know me, uh, an absolute fool for a good smoky scotch, and I have actually taken Ardbeg Tan with, uh, I think it was a Roquefort uh, blue cheese. And that was fantastic. Now, my girlfriend did not very much care for it. As you can imagine, both of those are extremely aggressive aromas. So I was, I was, a, I was a walking experience for about, about a day or two just because of the amount of just aroma from all that cheese and scotch. But uh, their exact quote that they put on their, their, this article from Cheese Grotto says that the 
minerality of a blue cheese balances out the smokiness in a scotch. Now, I'm not sure if they're going as, as hardcore as like a like an Isla Scotch, like Ardbeg or something like that. They might just be doing something a little bit more palatable to the general public. So I maybe a Macallan or something like that, that would be rather agreeable with um, a little bit of blue cheese. But I don't know, I feel like blue cheese might overpower even even like a, not like Macallan 15 or something like that. So, I don't know. So, uh, the brands that they specifically recommend for the blue cheese are Stilton, Roquefort, or Bailey Hazen Blue. Of course, if I mispronounce these, come at me, whatever. Um, I didn't look up the pronunciations for some of this stuff. You uh, can do your own research and uh, call me out uh, on our Instagram page, which I will plug later. Uh, the last one that they put on here is an Irish and Bloomy Rind Cheese. So, obviously, Irish whiskey, in my experience, is a little bit more on the light, floral, and, you know, you get, you get, like, vanilla and citrus sort of stuff going on. So, like, a soft cheese, like Brie, the Camembert-style cheese, or a Little Hosmer are fantastic pairings. And depending on the Irish, they also think that you can you'd probably just take a cheddar uh, and put it put it up against it, and you, you know you're not going to have a bad day. And so the, you know, they're all options, and you, know, you can play with that. Your palate's different than everybody else's, so play around with it, find different things. I would love to just host like a like a cheese board and whiskey night at my house, but I don't know what I'd do with all that cheese afterwards if nobody showed up. So if you think that's a good idea, go ahead and uh, comment on the post that will inevitably come with this episode or on any of our other posts and uh, peer pressure me into into hosting one of those and sending you an invite. We'll, we'll, We'll make it happen. I'm going to go... Okay. Uh... This next one, uh, every time I looked at it, I mispronounced it. No matter, no matter how many times uh, I looked at it. Uh, Lock Fi New Whiskies. No idea. It's the website. Uh, again, I'll put it in the description. They had seven very specific pairings: Roquefort and Talisker 18, a solid Brie and Glenmorangie 18. Camembert and Alcroisk 10, Gouda and the Laphroaig Lore expression, some Stilton and Highland Park 18. I'm noticing a trend here. These guys like, uh, you know, whiskeys that can vote. Uh, and then a Croton de Chavignon with uh, Macallan 15 year old, fine oak specifically. And then last but not least, cheddar just plain old cheddar and Dalmore 15 and I think that's a pretty one well-developed list uh, they kind of hit a little bit of everything uh, even a couple that I've, I'm not familiar with personally uh, the Alcroix specifically and um, they they go boom and they just tell you mate you know the world is your oyster choose whatever cheese you like 
that's fantastic uh, to give you very specific ones that you know someone has has curated basically and made happen and makes it so that you don't have to do all the hard work so that's that's pretty good stuff now I'm gonna interrupt real quick grab some whiskey and another piece of cheese while I stealthily input a pre-recorded plug for Instagram be back in a second We would like to thank you all for listening to the Cask Effect Podcast. This is a product of our passions for the whiskey world, but also good company. Feel free to hit subscribe and search for us wherever podcasts are found. You can also find us on Instagram as at brothers underscore in underscore whiskey. And that's whiskey without the E. Thank you. And we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. All right. That's actually pretty, really good. Um, I think I'd, I personally would like something a little sharper on the cheese side. They did say this was a sharp cheddar on the packaging, but I don't know. Knife's a little dull. Could use a sharpen. Um, all right, let me see. What I got my little notes here. Uh, I've got four little experiences to, to put in here. Um, but before I do, I've already plugged the Instagram. I just recently went and got a whole bunch of like semi-permanent vinyl stickers with our logo on it. And I am really, really wanting to find places to put them or give them to people. So if you, as a listener, go and you take one of our, um, uh, our, our recommendations here in this episode and you decide you want to try it you take a picture I want you to post it to social media and I want you to tag us so that we can see it and if you do that I will personally will DM you I will message you uh, and this this is only going to go for like a month or two after uh, this unless I get spicy because you know this episode will be up in the internet for years whatever um, but we'll, we'll, I'll go probably go like a month out uh, or two months, month or two from from this posting, and I want you to go take a picture of you trying this cheese and uh, whiskey combinations. Tag us, and like I said, I personally I will mail you a sticker and maybe like a cool letter or something like that. But if anything, the sticker, um, and then you know you could follow up with a you know where'd you put the sticker sort of thing. Uh, me, I have put one on my laptop over my apple logo and uh which i I think that's pretty that's pretty classic and uh i'm a saxophone player so i've got a whole bunch of stickers on my case for one of my saxophones and uh, i added that sucker uh, on there and it looks fantastic those stickers are really really nice quality um super super excited to see how well they survive so uh, but enough of that back to the cheese and whiskey so the last website that I went on was Flaviar or Flaviar. I think it's Flaviar. It probably makes more sense. Um, and they had, like I said, four different experiences that they specifically wanted to push. Uh, the first one they said was a classic combo of uh, goat cheese, like the Croton de Chavignon, and a medium-bodied scotch, such as Aberlour 12 or any sort of other space item. 
Now, I don't normally drink space sides. I do have a couple in my collection, but it's not where I normally rest my head, if you know me. And so, uh, I probably wouldn't mind this. This might be a nice reason to keep space sides handy, but probably not going to happen too much of this. So, if you try this one, definitely tag me and tell me about it. Uh, a popular, their second experience that they recommend is a popular hard cheese like Comte paired with an Orkney scotch. So not a lot of Orkney scotches are seen over here in Alabama that I'm aware of, but uh, they're out there. Um, and so that cheese provides sort of an iconic earth and creamy flavors, and but then there's like a saltiness put in there. That saltiness is going to really probably play with that scotch, I imagine, because I think Orkney is probably reference to the Orkney Isles. Uh, islands, whatever, and uh, you know, most of the time when you're talking about island with with, with scotch, I, I normally get like a little bit of brininess or salt. So uh, I guess the softness of the the honey and vanilla that you kind of see in that Orkney scotch, but also the slight touch of salt in there, helps to bring out like the sort of intensely specific characteristics of that Comte cheese. Uh, it's got some sort of crystalline uh, structure that forms when it ages. Uh, it sounds really cool. Like I said, I wish I could find both of those and try them. And if I do, I'll post about it. But if you do, definitely you do it. Um, third experience, blue cheese. Again, we're here. Uh, now, we all you know blue cheese is that strong melt-in-your-mouth stuff that you know sort of coats your palate uh, during and after uh, me personally like I said I like Roquefort which is uh, like a sheep milk um, that sort of really plays well with that yeah I mean the, the smokiness and that um, I, I, I always taste like meat like smoked meats and like the like the art bags that I try and that's why I kind of really like them but they recommend a sherry cask maturation which I hadn't thought about, which makes sense because I think the one that I've really, 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 really enjoy is Ardbeg Ugdal, which is a sherry cask aging. Uh, and they specifically recommend Glendronic Allardyce. Allardyce, it's an 18-year-old. Um, so uh, it seems like all these guys are wanting you to go out and buy 18-year-old scotches and pair it with fancy cheese. And I think you should do it. So do it. Uh, the last one is a Mont Dior cheese. Uh, that's an Uzi French cheese that's made with cow's milk that, from what I understand, based off of uh, a cursory Google search, you actually have to eat with a spoon. That's how, that's how Uzi it is. It's like somewhere between queso and standard cheese, which sounds fantastic, but it's not something I'm probably going to keep around my house. Uh, again, does not stop me from wanted to maybe go and see if I can find it. I'm, I'm sure I could if I looked hard enough. They want you to go, and this is this is a pour that I, I actually don't think I'm familiar with. Uh, I think it might be a Speyside area. Uh, they want a refined and floral pour like Royal Loch Nagar. So the lemon and the oak that they're going to find in the palate on that Loch Nagar is going to complement that gentle cheese. It being, yeah, you know, that, that, that oozy French cheese, a little bit more on the dainty side of the cheese spectrum, I guess. 
So, like, that right there, I mean, you, you've got a pretty diverse experience uh, list just waiting for you. Quite a few different cheeses, quite a few different whiskeys. Uh, most of them, I think, scotch. Again, that's, that's kind of my thing. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a scotch lover, so I actually didn't even notice that that's kind of what was going on, especially with the second half of it. Check these websites out. Again, check down in the description. Check us out on social media and ask us questions if you have any. Share your experiences. And if you've got any recommendations for other episodes, like all that stuff is good. Like we, we want to hear from you guys and gals. Um, so... I think that's all I'm going to talk into your ear for today, but I'm hoping that we see you next time. I hope that you hit the subscribe button. I hope that you continue to enjoy whiskey, not only by yourself or with cheese, but with friends, because that's the most important thing about whiskey is sharing it, in my opinion. I'm going to drop that. Sorry. So until next time, I hope that you all do a fantastic job at everything you're doing and um, slouching.